and so I decided to go to the University of Glasgow. So I went straight to the third year in a four-year course, two, two years to graduate. And I think when you were there, your father went bankrupt, and that was quite a momentous occasion in your family life, right? He actually wasn't made a bankrupt. His company went bankrupt, but the effect was almost the same because he was a partner in a partnership. So there's unlimited liability. So it didn't matter. It's joint and several, right? So they seized our house. They took all our cars. So in the end, my parents moved to an HDB flat. And that was the first time that they had lived in an HDB. But I was already overseas. And I had a scholarship for my fourth year because I did very well for my third year. And so when I came back on holiday, you know, I saw the HDB flat and lived there for a while. And then I went back and I got a scholarship to go to Cambridge. I did my master's, my PhD. I taught for a while. And then I came back after that. But by then, I had a job until I bought an apartment and then later a house. Do you feel that that moment changed you? Because I read that you were determined to win all of the awards in your third and fourth year and you planned it like a war. You've done a lot of research. It didn't have anything to do with my dad's situation. In my third year, when I first went to Glasgow, I didn't have anything to do. Well, I didn't know anyone. So I got to know a few Singaporeans. And uh, on the first day of school, I came back, put my bags aside like I always do, and went around knocking at doors to see who's going to play with me. But everybody was doing some work. So I had nothing to do. So I decided to just maybe go through my stuff and prepare for tomorrow. And I started doing that daily. And when the exams came, I, I really did well. You know, I excelled. There were, I think, two or three prizes on offer. And after the final exams, I won all three. I didn't aim to win all three, but I happened to have won all three. And so I said, wow, this is interesting. So then I looked at the fourth year and there were like seven prizes or something like that for many, many subjects. So I said, how cool would it be if I won all, right? Because I already have a perfect score. So I said, mm, maybe I should try for that. So I planned for it. And yeah, you know, I took it like a war. Because if you want to win all the prizes, you can leave nothing to chance, right? So I needed to make sure I was at least 10 marks ahead of number two. But that's very, very tough. You must be super good. So I planned how I was going to do it. And this may be interesting to you. I realized that when you are at an exam, your mind is not the sharpest. And sometimes you have some memory lapses. I couldn't afford that. So I said to myself, how can I remember all the essay answers perfectly, leaving nothing out? Because I have to be perfect, right? So I said, well, actually, I remember a lot of songs by heart. And I never forget them, even in an exam, right? So I said, how can I remember it like a song? How can I remember a particular answer like a song? The only way is to practice and to do it daily or often. So I wrote all the perfect answers in point form. Because you can fill in the English language. You just need the points to make sure that you don't miss anything. So every morning after I prepared all, I would memorize them. And then every day I would write the answers. Every day for many, many months. So by the time the exam came, I knew this points like the back of my hand, like a song. So I would then spare a lot of time to do the analytical parts. So now I'm sometimes callous and sometimes you make a mistake and you don't know you made a mistake and you get an answer and you feel good about it. How do you know the answer is right? So I knew I had a lot of time to spare. So why do I finish in half the time and then go home? I have to use the time well. So I decided to find ways to check my answer by either back calculating from the answer to the question. Sometimes you can do that and sometimes you can't. And if you can't, I figured out ways to arrive at the answer through another means. So completely different way. And if I arrive at the same answer, then I know I'm correct. So I can check my numerical answers too. 
So that's what I did. And I was so nervous because I was so prepared. And on the first day of the first exam, I looked at the paper and I knew everything by heart. I could finish it in like one third of the time. I got so excited and I started to shiver and I couldn't keep my hand straight. I couldn't write. So I said, oh, calm down, calm down. Held my hand and then they were okay. I started and I finished it in like one and a half hours. And in two hours, I checked all my answers and I knew I would be like 100 or 98 or something close. And then I had nothing to do because I was so quick. I still stayed till the end. I just checked and checked and checked and <laughs> I never left because I didn't want to waste any spare time. So I felt very good after the exams. And then I came home because I had to finish my national service. So I came home and when the results came out, uh, a friend of mine wrote to me and said, we went to check the board. There's only one name. So I did it. I was very, very happy because I worked for like a year for that. And so on the back of that, I think you got scholarship offers from Oxford, Cambridge and MIT. Yeah. I mean, I had perfect scores, right? So I could go anywhere. Cambridge was really special because both Oxford and Cambridge, when you go there, it's like going back in time. It's like Harry Potter, right? Everybody wears a gown. Everybody's on bicycles. We eat in the hall. And then there's a high table. There's somebody who speaks in Latin. And you toast to the master and the queen. And it was really nice. So when I went there for my interview, I fell in love with the place. More than when I went to Oxford. Because Cambridge is um, a little more liberal. And I'm a liberal. Oxford is a little more conservative. And Cambridge is also a little more scientific and uh, Oxford a bit more liberal arts, like history and PPE, etc. So I think uh, Cambridge suited me better. And Cambridge is a town that's dedicated to the university. Most Oxford is a city. So I like that about Cambridge. And I also like the professors who interviewed me. So I decided to study at Cambridge. But I needed scholarships. So my college gave me a scholarship. And then I won the Shell Cambridge Scholarship, which I didn't expect. So I was very happy with that. It could fund everything that I needed. There was a vibrant Malaysian and Singaporean society. It's called KUMSA, oh. Cambridge University, Malaysia and Singapore Society. In the past, it was just a Malayan society. And then when Singapore and Malaysia split, it became KUMSA. I was very active. I ran for president, got elected. So I became the 45th president or something of KUMSA. KUMSA was started by Lee Kuan Yew. And I think he was the first president. The second one was Yong Pang Hao, the ex-chief justice. And I think many of the cabinet ministers were also uh, active in Kung Sa, like people like George Yu and Lim Hung Kiao and people like that, I believe. So it was fun. 